And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Carol Messenger. Carol is a visionary and futurist author who awakened to cosmic consciousness in 1975. She is a master channel of the Ascended Masters sharing what is given for the good of all humanity. Carol, thank you so much for joining us and welcome. Thank you, Jeff. All right. If you don't mind, can we first learn about how you awakened to cosmic consciousness back in 1975? I'll give you the short version. <laughs> uh, I have been reading a metaphysical books for six and a half years, hungrily digesting everything I could get my hands on. And uh, just, you know, when you're starting out, you just want to read everything you can get. You can. I didn't know this was coming. I didn't know this could happen. And I didn't expect it, but I but I had thought, well, that would be cool. <laughs> what you wish for can come true. So you have to watch out what you wish for. Uh, all I know is it, it came on me unexpected, suddenly, spontaneously. I had a very strange experience for a month prior to that, where uh, my, I was actually in danger, in jeopardy. And... Uh, at the moment when all of this shifted and, and when I was in trouble, I did, uh, I, I called on angels and I prayed for the first time in 15 years and it, and it protected me. It, 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 I could tell, I just knew it. I know after the fact that it made a difference. All I know is at the time, at the crucial time, uh, when the danger was out of my, out of my home, and, and away from me, I, I fell into some kind of a, 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 an almost trance-like state. I wasn't fully present in the body. I was, I was, I was, I think I was in, a, in an altered state in my consciousness. Uh, I was in my bedroom and, uh, for six and a half hours, I had all kinds of visions suddenly come to me. Uh, I saw angels, uh, I saw a choir of angels singing uh, outside. It was as if I was in my bedroom, but there were no walls. It was all light. And uh, this choir of angels was singing outside the gates of heaven. <laughs> but it was, I don't know, it was just like, it was really profound. I had beings visit me, uh, beings of light visit me. And at the and I had many visions, and um, I, I went through what they call the dark night of the soul, and it felt like I went through my own uh, uh, wilderness desert in the wilderness experience, where I was I faced temptations and all kind. Uh, this was all uh, altered consciousness. Um, I, I was. Uh, be beings uh, tried to tempt me to do what I knew, but somehow, somehow, I don't know, in my wherewithal, I knew this is not okay. This is not right. And I had the, the inner resolve to say no to the darkness that offered me everything I could ever want, which is, and I just, I just knew, no, this is not, this is not the way to do it. I just, so I said no, and I, and I turned away from it. And, and then, uh, at a point, it was like, I felt like I was dying. And I, it was probably, uh, because I know it ended about two in the morning. And there was a, there was a point where, where I was all in my bed. And, uh, all of a sudden, I, I felt like I was dying. And I saw a light come, a light come into me. And I now know it was Archangel Michael. Come, come down and envelop me, not come into me, but overlighted me and kept, and so that because I was having trouble breathing and kept me alive through the night. And then when I woke up at 2 a.m., uh, it, it, everything was different after that. All I know is that's the short version. All I know is I faced the dark forces. I walked away from them. I said, no, I turned away and the light came in and protected me and guided me. And after that, I knew that I had made a conscious decision 
that I had, uh, it was an oversell merge is what it was. It was the beginning of that. It was a process, but it was my higher self-consciousness and everything. The visions I had during that time were, uh, I was shown new revelations that I, I'm now getting in books, I assume, because I was shown visions of humanity, past, present, future, for that entire, that in those hours. Uh, visions of how we are all one. Visions of the world, the earth, and seeing all of these lights all over the earth, and they were all souls of people. And we were all connected like a web of lights. We were all connected through our heart chakra. And it, there was this web of lights all over the world, and it was people. It was us. For, and I and it was just, I felt a oneness uh, with everything in a way I never had experienced before. And I was seeing things from a higher point of view than I ever had before. Uh, all I know is it, it, it just, uh, I was never the same after that. It was like it picked me up and turned me around. It was like a 180-degree shift, and, and, and all of a sudden, I had a sense of direction, a sense of purpose. It took many years, uh, and it was it was a challenge, but it was the beginning. And uh, the higher self-integration process actually took six and a half years. Uh the beginning, uh, the the experience happened November second, nineteen seventy five, and it culminated at two a.m. I don't know what that means, but I've had a lot of things happen synchronistically uh, with. Uh, for, well, for example, the culmination of the the integration process happened six and a half years during during a seven planet alignment. March 5, 1982, uh, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I totally felt like the higher self walking around on the planet for 11 days, five days before and five days after. And it was like I felt invincible. It was like, and all of a sudden, it was like, yes, I was doing things before that, but that's when the light fully charged and came on. And it was two months later, that I was waking in the middle of the night in May, and I I don't like you know I'm a, I liked my sleep, and so, somebody spoke into my mind for the first time about six a.m. in 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 the middle of May, and it was two angels who were on my soul council, and they said you said you agreed to write these books for us, and I'm going I did okay, <laughs> and that was how it began. Um, that somehow, and I knew it later because everything I've experienced that I know is from what I get myself through my own consciousness, my own connection. Everything I have learned about myself, about life, about the way to be in the world, and about everything else all came into me. I learned from inside out. So that didn't start happening till about six years later after your initial experience. I was having a lot of experiences during that time uh, that I wasn't, I mean, I, I, a lot of knowledge was coming to me during that time, but I wasn't fully integrated in terms of the, the higher level of consciousness. And what I've learned since then is it, it all, because I never expected I'm not trying to make it happen. I'm just doing what feels like, oh, I'm hungry for this. I want to do this, or I feel a need to do this, so I do it. And the, and then unexpectedly, another shift happens. And it's like, wow, I didn't see that coming. Uh, in 1994, I had another spontaneous shift into the next level of consciousness, which is called monad. That's the I am consciousness where you start tapping in. And even though I was writing books starting in 82 and being an editor, I was trying, I was trying to digest it. So I was editing it to absorb it. And, and in, but I wasn't quite, you know, and in 94, I had, I was on a job and I said, I was just, I felt like I was drying up like a fish out of water. And I just, I, I, I need to go totally go into my spirit. I, I just felt like really hungry to do that. So I quit the job. 
I didn't know what I would do uh, for money. And so what am I going to, because first of all, I know what I have to do. So I do it. And now what do I do? What I'm going to do doesn't occur to me until after I've taken that step until after I've taken the step that I know I've, I have that I, that I must do. And it occurred to me after the fact that, oh, because it, well, it came to me unemployment. Oh, that's a good idea. Because I had never considered it, never even thought of it. It just came to me as, a, as an inner thought. And, and that got me through the six months that I spent writing five, six new books. Hmm. But the thing is, they didn't start immediately. Uh, for two months after I quit the job, uh, March to May, uh, spring is always a magical time for me. Uh, I, I was doing very deep two-hour meditations every day because I felt like I needed to do this to connect to my whatever. And I'd never done that before. And I don't normally do two hours every day. But during that period, it was like, this is what I had to do. So I did it. And it was just, and it, and then all of a sudden, unexpectedly, didn't know it was going to happen. Seven weeks in, I start getting this first of six books. And it was like, wow. And the, the very first thing I got was very short. It was about the, the origin of, the, of humanity, how well we started, the angels, how it all began, where we were, all of that. So I understand. It's like I, I, I it's like a part of me, you know, it's like I know the whole picture. I know the whole story. And, and, and so that was the first thing. And then I, you know, I got the first. I, I got the, the upgraded editions of the books I had written before came before very same, exactly the very same topics, the very same ideas, but in perfection, didn't have to edit them. They came through flawlessly. And, and uh, the, the main one that I, the, is the new humanity. Um, and then also on angels and also on the, on the soul path the spiritual path that we're on, but the whole picture, not just, but, and so the advantage of me being pretty grounded and pretty practical and pretty much in the center of the brain, left and right. Um, I have a good sense of, and a good balance of, of understanding it and how it relates to people and how it relates to us as human beings in our, in our lives here and now, because what's the point if we're not using it right here and now, it's all about being the best person we can be today. And that gets better every day. It gets easier every day. Are you saying that all of your books, the information is given to you like channeled? Yeah, but I hear it through inner voice, which is called uh, Clear Audience. I have a lot of other, you know, I discovered immediately during the awakening. I didn't realize what I what it was, but over the, over time, I realized, oh, is that what that is? I realized over time that the visions and that, and that I'm clairvoyant, and I didn't know that's what that was. I didn't I didn't put it together because I didn't expect it. I wasn't trained or taught. It all came to me, but I think it was an awakening of previous abilities, mm-hmm. so so talents that I that I brought with me, and because the awakening was really an upgrade to the oversoul consciousness and beginning to integrate that high, that next level of who, who the being is, um, that's where it, it the more, when we connect with the higher self, that's where it starts coming in. It's all the higher self channeling, yeah. You mentioned earlier that two angels told you that you had to write books. Do we all? Then I had agreed. I had signed a contract. Okay, there you go. Do we... I realized later during another session that I did uh, that I had signed a soul, that I had made a soul contract to do this, and then I realized in the other books I've received since in these latter years, in these later years, we all we all make we all have a soul contract. In between lives, do we all make soul contracts before we come here? Yeah, we do. We choose what we're going to do. And the thing that's interesting, my name, which I changed because I was having a few, many years after divorcing, I was having all these nightmares about my ex-husband. 
even though I loved the name, it was Heavener. It's like, you know, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, a long short story version, uh, but I was having all these dreams and, and it came to me to change my name. I didn't want my birth name because of issues there. And it took me two and a half months to come up with the, the new name, Messenger. Uh, and it came to me when I was driving an hour uh, between Colorado Springs and Denver one night. And I was right and was tape recording everything, every word that was coming to me. And when I heard that one, I'm going, oh, that's nice and normal. <laughs> not too freaky, not too far out. And it really fit like a glove. So that's how I came up. But the thing that's interesting, the name, there's more to the story. But bottom line, the new name that I'm using now carries the same original vibration I was born with in numerology, Hmm. the same numbers, but 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 in different letters, different words. Have you learned why do we keep coming back over and over again? Well, Two, two parts to that. First of all, I'm, I was one of the people who volunteered. A lot of people are volunteering to come back into this life because of the times that we're living in as humanity, as a, as a whole people, which is what all of my books are about, is everything that we're going through and where it, where it leads. How to be here now, how to make the most of it, how to make it better, how it's not too late, but we need to get on the ball. It's time to deal with this. Uh, on the other hand, uh, uh, prior to that, because I, I do, I have, I do have personal memories of past lives, and they're not all on Earth, uh, and and they're not, and or, or I'm tapping into, uh, well, God, it's like being more than one person. When you're connected to the other cell, you have access to all these other lives or parallel lives or whatever. There's so many, so I have a lot of memories of other lives. But the reason we do this is because there's two reasons. We come here to learn. We come here to serve. We come here to learn to just be loving. And all that really matters, uh, which is repeated ad nauseum to me in all of my books, repeat, repeat, repeat. And they all, and Jesus, it's, oh, it's like, yeah, I can see how he wrote all the books because they all have the same message. We're all here to learn to help each other. Whatever our talents are, we all have our own unique abilities and talents and the way to do that. But we're really here to learn how to be giving and caring and compassionate about other people and not stuck on ourselves. And um, because when we do that, even if it's not con- because it's not constant, you know, I still I still have outbursts. <laughs> I still get frustrated, especially with a new puppy. I, you know, I, 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 I occasionally get impatient, but, but underneath it all, the core that I've, that I've learned to tap into, um, always come back to that center, always come back to that core self where we, we, where we can be and can tap into and can align with our higher consciousness, our higher presence, who we are, the big self. The higher self that we are, bring it in as our present self, our present being. And it can be there all the time. Some people I admire greatly are able to do it better, do it really well. And the goal is we really can be here and now, higher selves, living and breathing. It's possible. And some people are doing it. Um, and for the rest of us, it's like when, when you know how to get there, you just keep coming back. And that's why um, the daily meditation is the best way to do that. Just to take whatever the technique is, uh, bring it in and tap in and replug. You mentioned earlier that a core of all your books is that we're here to help each other. Would you also say that another core is that we are all one? Well, we are, we are actually all one consciousness. That's, which is why the collective consciousness that Jung talked about, we're all ta- we are all a part of that. And the reason, and which is why certain kinds of things happen at the same time in different places, 
in different places, different people have the same ideas or insights or awareness at the same time. You know, that's because there's a gen, there's a consciousness that we're all tapped into. And when we know how to tap into our own higher self and plug into and work from a higher level of who we are, uh, that's where we start getting to higher levels of uh, not just everyday stuff, but how to rise to a higher level of understanding. How to have a bigger vision of a broader vista than we did before, because each each level that we grow to, we're able to see further and see and understand more. The spectrum is, and, and what I can tell you is, it's endless. The journey never ends. Physical and beyond, we keep expanding in our. We are very curious beings. And not just not humans. That's wherever we happen to be. We uh, we are always expanding in, in our capacity to see, do more, and understand better. And, and get the whole picture and see all the pieces and how they fit together. This happens as we expand our consciousness and learn how to tap into it. Meditation is the best way to do that. You were raised Christian. Are you still Christian? Have you abandoned those beliefs or expanded on them? I was baptized at the age of 12. I Well, I asked to be baptized because I, I felt like I was going to be a missionary. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> and uh, but that but the reason was I had a very dark experience in my childhood. And um, so I was raised Christian, Southern Baptist, but. I quickly grew past that. Um, it, it gave me an initial foundation and initial structure to work from. Uh, but the thing that's interesting is even at the age of 12, I realized that I was questioning everything. People had very bad ideas for what this meant and what that meant. And I said, well, why can't it be both? Why does it have to be one or the other? Um, I was, it's just like um, a bigger grasp of what reality really is and who people really can be. And so I, I, I do know that in college, um, I, I, I studied world religions out of curiosity, and I was able to see the similarities in all of the great religions. Um, that doesn't mean people don't have flaws. But the flaws come in falsely interpreting what the initial message is. The initial message is love each other, love yourself. That's the message. It's not complicated. The complication comes in when we get stuck on what I, what I need, what I want, you know. But when we can stay in the higher perspective of ourselves, it's easier to be more generous and less and and more pliable and, and more agreeable. Um, that doesn't mean we shouldn't hold people responsible or accountable when they do wrong. We should. But uh, and and there's a lot going on. Um, there's a lot going on that requires us to be very strong and we but we could be peaceful warriors. Now you've been channeling Jesus or you might say Christ consciousness. Can you share with us some of the most profound things that you've learned from Jesus? Well, I didn't expect it because I had, I always thought of myself as new age. I'm I'm a metaphysician. I'm metaphysical. I, from, from the time I, uh, from college on, I thought of myself and then the awakening happened at age 30. And I still thought of myself as a new, as new age. And it wasn't until two years ago. Uh, that, uh, but there was a week between two solar eclipses in January 2019. And these things have an effect on me, uh, is all I can say. And, and I, and I, and I heard this voice saying, I have, I have something to say or something like that. I'm going, Okay, so it was actually January 13 that I, I no, maybe it was the I can't remember if it was the 13th or the week before. But uh, it was the very first time I heard directly. 
from Jesus in his own voice. This is me. It's me. You know, <laughs> I'm your brother. Uh, and that was just, it was like mind blowing. But the, it, the energy was so powerful and so present. And I just felt chills in my whole being. And I felt, I felt such an overwhelming sense of being loved. It just, it just filled me. And I saw, how can I say no? This is very real. I had been experiencing, I had been channeling since 75. And I had been doing psychic readings and fairs since 2000. So uh, before that, actually, since 2005. Well, God, 80s, the 1980s. Uh, but I, uh, it was so powerful. So I had a lot of experience to, to tell the difference between energies and vibrations and the hot, the light beings and who's not and how to discern the difference. And, and when I felt this presence come over me, it was like, Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> you know okay. So all I could do was say yes. It just, it was like, Oh my God. And the thing is, so I sat down every day and received a letter from him for, for, and it took six months to receive the first book, three volumes. And I've now, uh, published, uh, I just, I just published an ex the, the expanded second edition, which includes the new material, the older material, but with new material I received from December to February of this year. So brand new material added to it because he likes to be very timely. He's a very timely guy. And the thing I learned is he's, he's a conscious or oh, the thing that struck me most out of everything he's sharing, even though he talked, he touches on all topics in that he touches not just on service, which is his gig, but he touches on extraterrestrials. Wow. He talks about angels. He talks about the origins of humanity and our future. He's very big about the whole humanity, the whole new humanity thing and the whole new humans thing, which he said I wrote the, that that was me. <laughs> he told me at the after the first week of writing that first book, he said Oh, by the way, I'm your master teacher. I never knew that before because I wouldn't have accepted it or believed it, but I had so much experience by now that's like, okay, I could believe it now because I could tell I knew the difference now. Uh, and so it's like, okay, cool. Um, and I, but he said, oh, and by the way, I'm, I wrote all your books. Hmm. I go, cool. <laughs> I had no idea, but, uh, but the thing I learned most, uh, well, his voice, he's just so loving. His voice is so loving. Um, his, pre his energy, his presence, he's just so compassionate. But he's a science guy, too. He's very big on science and doing what we can to help the planet. And it's really important that we do what we can for the earth and the oceans and the animals. Oh, he's very big on all of this. He's, he's very much in si into science. He says, yeah, they're my people, too, you know. Uh, there are two, there are a couple of things that strike me the, that are the strongest with him though. Number one, uh, he's speaking to everyone regardless of age and male or female, doesn't matter what your past is. He says, it doesn't matter. I don't care what your past is, what you've done. It's all experience. It's all learning. Uh, People of all races, all genders, all nations. He's speaking to people in all, all over the world and on and all, all nationalities in all races. And I myself can, I don't have visual memories of all of them, but I feel such an empathy in some ways that I feel I've been all races too over, over the many lifetimes. Uh, but the thing that was the reason he wrote the first book in 19, 2019, uh, he wanted us to know. I'm here now. He's here alive on the planet. He's still consciousness as the ascended being. You know, when you get that big, you can be everywhere and do everything. He's still the ascended consciousness, but he's embodied on the planet as an adult young male. Uh, 
And he's not shiny or flashy or noisy, and he won't advertise himself. He won't say, oh, it's me. He's just going about doing his business, but he's on the planet in order to be of greater help to all of us. But the thing that struck me, the because he says I'm in the world, and that it means embodied, not born, not reborn as it, like we were, but embodied, just took a full adult body. Um, uh, let me stop you there real quick. Yeah. Are you saying that he has returned now, like as if what has been yeah, prophesied? Yeah, he said it. Yeah, and he's actually been here a while. So I asked him, uh, he talks about that a lot in all of the books, but especially that first one, which is now a second edition. Uh, yeah, he's here. But I asked him, how, how long have you been here? He said, before you were born. And I said, 1945? He says, yeah. So I don't know how far back further than that he's been here, but he's here on the planet as an adult young man. Uh, I don't know where he is, but he says, but the thing that's, but that's not the big message. Not just him. The reason he wrote that first book, which is now an exact second edition with new material added to it. Uh, the message that I thought was really that that was more interesting. I mean, it's all interesting, but the thing that really got me was he says, "Not just me, we're all here. All of the saints, masters, spiritual teachers, whoever of of Earth's entire history, are also embodied as themselves right now on the planet." They're among us as themselves. They embody. They weren't born. They weren't reborn. So they're not like somebody said, you know, they, they, they came as who they are. They're not, they, they weren't born like we were. They embodied as, 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 a, as young adults. They are all here on the planet right now. Every saint, every master is on. And the reason is because humanity is going through a change unlike we have ever seen before. I mean, since the, the the last time we can compare it to this is when humans first began at, from angels. When angels decided to, yeah, let's try this out. This is interesting. Let's go see what this thing is about. And that's how humans got started in the Pleiades. And so, so that was that was a very major shift. We are right this minute for the entire millions of years or however long we've been going on. All the extraterrestrials, they're human too. Uh, our ancestors, Pleiadians, Orions, in particular, mainly a few others. Uh, all of us, uh, I, I don't, there's just. It's <laughs> The uh, but they're all they're all pre the reason they're here is because humanity the reason we wrote well the reason for the book the new humanity that was the origin story uh, past present future and then the new humans is the sequel with a lot of science stuff and now I'm 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 on a third book right now and the new book that I'm doing right now I already received the content so I'm he's adding new material to it right now starting two days ago on the equinox this autumn equinox i have found is extremely powerful for me i've had amazing things happen on that day for some reason um but uh track <laughs> there's just so much but but bottom line is we are in the first we are in the second shift the the second shift ever in human history what we are going through now as a human species we've never been through before we're going through a shift in consciousness as a, as a species. The whole species is shifting and has been for a while. Um, but within the last few, within the last, within my lifetime, uh, the whole, the whole species is shifting into a higher level of consciousness. We all do it in our own pace, in our own time, in our own way. But the whole, but it's happening not just on Earth, but all, but all, but all worlds. 
uh, this is why the book, The New Humanity, because we are going through this, what he called transition. And it's, it's a shift and, and it's a dimensional shift. So, so that's, sounds- the that's the bottom line. Do you think that we're transforming into the fourth dimension? We already are. We already are. Uh, well, that's what's that's what's in um, all of the books talk about this stuff. The uh, that particular topic is a, there's a lot of that in my in the New Humans sequel to Humanity 2.0. The New Humans is there's a lot in there about. Uh, uh, all of that and 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 it's and in continuing in all the new material that i'm getting uh so we we get i'm getting getting updates uh i'm doing so the new book i'm doing now i believe the working title is and it feels pretty good the bringers of light the third wave so it's identified four waves so far of the new humans or the new humanity starting he said 47 I got a head start. The volunteers, um, mid seventies. I forget how he. I'm defining that in the new book, uh, but that was the second wave, mid seventies. People born in, during in the mid seventies, um, and then the third wave is people born around 2011 or or somewhere between 2001 and 2011 or thereabouts. That's the third wave of new humans. These are these are the new young visionaries, the people who see things and have a bigger heart and a bigger mind and a capacity to comprehend in a way people in the past didn't. And we see it all around us in these new younger generations of children. It's like there walks a new human. You can see it in their attitude because it will. And that's why, okay. And the fourth wave, which I will do eventually is not, he said people born around 1940. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Um, 21 is what year are we in? <laughs> 21. 2047. So then that's the next, that's the fourth wave. I was already given that. I just don't have ex- extra details yet. But right now, uh, the, the new book I'm doing is on the third wave. I already got the material, but he's adding new content to it. Plus, I'm refining it a bit, but, but I already got the material. Uh, did I answer your question? As you can see, I have a lot out here. I think so. Do you have a timeline when we will be finished transitioning and it will be completed? No, there's no timeline uh, because uh, well, actually hundreds of years. Mm. It's not a fast trip. As a whole, as as a whole society, it's not a fast trip. You can get there today. You don't have to wait. How do the we? The people who, as as each individ, individually, we can get there now. We can do that now. That's the whole point. And the more of us, but he did say uh, that night, as of now, this year, Speaking of the entire, because I get the the whole humanity, the whole globe. As of now, 90% of the population, 90% have an open heart. And see the whole, well, not maybe don't understand everything, but the open heart is what matters more than anything else. Because when a person has an open heart, then they are open to compassion. Because the heart matters more than the mental. The comprehension, the mental understanding comes from the open heart. It starts with the heart energy. Because when you're open to compassion, then all of a sudden your brain, okay, the brain is is the body. The mind is not the body. The mind is the expansive self. We are the higher, we are the higher mind. And the more we grow it, the more we understand. Can you tell us more about what you learned about Jesus and ETs and UFOs? 
I will try to recall. Let's see. Well, I will say he shared a number of new stories in his books, include especially the uh, the the first one that's now the second edition, Bringers of Hope. That's the uh, the new the second edition is the Bringers of Hope. Uh, a lot of personal stories. Uh, he talks about as a young man uh, traveling. Uh, far and wide, learning from masters and teachers, India, Himalayas, uh, you know, the, uh, he, that, that, that's where he learned uh, the secrets of life. As a young man, he talks about that some, he talks about his wife, a bit, he, he just mentions a few things here and there. He mentioned, he talks about, so I actually, I think there might be a dozen stories of personal stories in that book that were, that are new that he gave me that are not in the Bible. Um, and I'm, I'm welcome. Anytime you want to add something, please do. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, I, I do itemize everything in the table of contents in each book. So it's easy to see what the, what's in, in the book. So that's easy to find. But um, let's see, extraterrestrials. Well, he, you... calls them the tra- he calls them the travelers because they started in the Pleiades and from there spread out. And the reason it's the Pleiades because I have a memory of the first life there. There used to be another planet in the Pleiades. And I have a memory of you know how humans are. We got carried away and we blew up our planet. <laughs> and I have a memory of being, living in a spaceship and watching the planet explode as we were departing. Um, but so humans left the first world and went to Orion. They went to Sirius. They went to, oh, I don't remember. There were like four or five or six um, Andromeda, maybe I think that I don't remember how that all fits in the dog star, that vicinity, but the, the main ones that we know about, uh, those are mentioned in that book. And, and I, I may have gotten something, um, I'm just always getting new material, but, but, but basically what, he, you know, they're us. If there's any difference it's because of the world I live on. Um, well, uh, and of course they've been around longer than we have because we're fairly new, but, um, well, what I, what I know, what I know intuitively, because one of the, one of the wonderful gifts of having this experience, which are called, which is called the awakening. I always thought it as, you know, cosmic consciousness, uh, because all of a sudden it was like plugged in. Uh, and I learned, I learned after the fact it came to me, that was my oversell merge. And I didn't know that's what it was, but that's what it was. It's the third initiation. Um, and we have several initiations while we're in the body or well, life to life to life. I have, I went through my second initiation, uh, in ancient Egypt where I studied under Ignaton. That's how long ago it was. My third initiation was in 1975. There were a lot of, there was probably stuff in between. Um, I remember my first life on earth, Lemuria, when it was called Mu. And uh, I just remember standing in a forest clearing with white animals and lions and things. Yeah, it was a visionary dream, but lions and everything around me. And, and I feel a strong calling uh to that area but um gotta never have a past i have a memory oh, i have so many memories um let's see what were what was it uh, you were have you ever you were learned, asking well i'm gonna change here have you ever learned the secrets of how they built the pyramids i have not uh, but but i do i i do know this um, one of the gifts that I, that came from the awakening was, was awakening my knowing, which is clear, what clairvoyance is. 
but it's like being so plugged in, you just know if something's right or wrong. You just know if people are telling the truth or they're lying. You you know if you should do this or should do that. The knowing is a, it's higher than intuition. It's a wonderful thing to know to have. Uh, and it is, it, uh, but we are all capable of it. We can all do it. It's just trusting it because every time, every single time I have trusted it, magic has happened for me. Every single time, uh, the what I what I sense about the pyramids. Well, I will say when I've watched ancient aliens, I do really connect to their. I, I feel I don't have like an absolute knowing about this. But I really feel an affinity for what they talk about for with Orion connected to the pyramids. And uh, and I do and I do know that in the 80s, when I used to want to travel and go to the pyramids, and I don't need to anymore. But I always thought it would be great. And now I don't need to. But um, I just felt like it would be great to go there for the experience of being in that place uh and feeling the energy or the consciousness of it so there was something about that that i must have tapped into there's something very unique about uh vibration wise about the way it was built and um and the rest of it is like yeah i'm very again for thinking about that i have a very strong personal interest in uh all of that sort of thing uh crops well crop circles i have a knowing about crop circles like yeah of course they're here to help it's an, it's communication <laughs> if they wanted to take us out you think they couldn't <laughs> this is not an invasion yeah. <laughs> they're here to help us mm-hmm. you know it's like wake up people you know yeah it's like so obvious you know it's like you have to but you have to have that sense of recognition of what's uh of not being in fear that's the difference not being not don't act don't live from fear because then you don't see anything clearly all you see is fog when you live from the knowing then you can see clearly what's what and you just walk right through it and say enough of this already did you ever ask jesus since you are here on the planet would you pay me a visit or at least let me see you? <laughs> well, he, I didn't ask him, but he did tell me that I would meet him someday. That would be nice. But I'm not, but the thing I've learned is because I've had a couple of different, well, I've had a couple of people who think they're Jesus. And I'm going, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I have a friend who's, very astute. He's a wonderful teacher. He's Indian. He lives in Canada. He says he knows the person who's Jesus. No, he's no, he's not. He's not a musician traveling the world. He's the, <laughs> he's not flashy because he told me he was very clear about it in all of his writings. We're very quiet in our manners. We don't. We're not showy. We don't. We're not like here I am. Come see me. This is not what they do. <laughs> Uh, they're here to be an, an influence, an energetic presence, an energetic influence, because they are telepathic. Well, the channeling is telepathy. It's, that's what that's all. Clairaudius, that's just telepathy. But um, but he did say that he would, he that I would meet him one day. And while I'm here, yeah, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> I, that's the kind of thing. It's like, well, we'll see. Uh, because I have learned the best way to experience all of this is not to have the expectation of anything. Because when I, because all of this has come to me because I've had zero expectation of any of it happening. I never saw any of it coming. Uh, but I was doing what I felt I needed to do for my heart, my soul, whatever. And then, it, then this thing would show up and I'm going, wow, uh, that feels magical to me. It feels like magic, but it's like real stuff. But, um, <laughs> well, and then, and then I also saw on Facebook someone, uh, who friended me knew this person who said she was Jesus. I'm going, no, she's not. <laughs> I already know what he looks like. <laughs> he 
he's a young man. He's not a woman and he wasn't born. You could be a follower. You could be a student. You could be an ambassador. You could be anything, but you're not the one who, because they don't show themselves. They're not showy. He did. I, I did ask him about Benjamin Krim at the end of the first book. He says, yeah, he's, you know, yeah, he's one of my messengers. So he he verified that. Did he give you any indication of what he looks like? Yeah, and I don't remember exactly. Uh, pretty sure is not. Pretty sure is not white. Yeah, but I don't know for sure um, what he looks like. I think he did describe himself though, uh, uh, because when I see him, I see light. I see a luminous glow, which is why I picked the cover I did for the initial for the book and reused it on the second edition because I see a luminous glow um, and and eyes that go very that go very far. Now that's I got right this minute. Do you have any prophecies of the future that you can? Let us know Ask about. Ask me any questions you want, and, we'll, and I should be able to get something. Oh, okay. Um, but specific questions, one at a time, is better. Okay. Then I can get a direct response. Do you think that there'll be any disclosure of UFOs or aliens anytime yes, soon? Will be. Soon, not this year, not the next year, maybe the year after. Not soon. Um, Stephen Guerrero is doing remarkable work. I have a great deal of admiration for him. I met him. Um, I, maybe it was the early nineties. I can't remember, but uh, he's just, he's just one of those people, people who's doing amazing work. Uh, ask again, ask more. Do you see any massive changes in technology coming soon? Oh yeah. Uh, massive changes in technology on, 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 on humanity. Okay. Humanity has just started. We are not going to destroy the earth, even though there's a lot of work to do. <clears throat> That's the reason these new young visionaries are coming in, coming in, coming in, is because, please, please, we need you. <laughs> That's the reason we have seven-year-olds dreaming up stuff. We need this new bright, these new bright minds who are still close to the heavens in their consciousness, um, who are able to envision and endeavor um, because because what I do know is there are answers and there are solutions for everything that plagues us. It is not too late. And he has mentioned this in all of the books. But I can also say right now, even though it's not good and there's a lot bad going on for the earth, for the planet, for the air and for social injustice and for racism and all of these things, there is still much that can be done to remedy it and turn it around. And it is not too late, um, but it, but the these the technology is you know I actually have some prophecies specific prophecies and and the new humans, um, and I'm always asking for more. <laughs> Anytime you want to share, I'm not I'm not asking for the information I want. I'm letting it be given, so I don't get in the way. It's more pure that way. So my personality is not in it in any way, shape, or form. I didn't know when I was going to get information on extraterrestrials. I was hoping. I kept wondering. I wrote the New Humans. When am I going to get this stuff? And then he gave it to me when he wrote the, his first book two years ago. I'm going, this is wonderful. More, please. <laughs> but uh, humanity is just beginning. And there's a, there is a lot of technology already in play that we don't even know about. Uh, and it's not too late. Um, you know, that's why science, it's really good to be, you know, it's more important to uh, invest in the future. I mean, it's just very important that we invest in the future. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Otherwise, we don't have a future. Right. This time went by super fast for me. We're almost at an hour. So we got to get you back when your next book is coming out. And I didn't realize. So how about for uh, how about for the third wave? Yeah. The bringers of light. 
I wasn't prepared that I could actually ask questions and you would get answers. Yes, you could. Yes. So for the next time I have you come back, I'm going to have to get questions ready. And I may even ask the audience if they have questions for the next time you return. That'd be great. Specific yes. question, because once I get hot, what's mm-hmm. you, and you can tell when I'm hot because I start, there's so much, you know, I'm, so, I'm trying to pull it in. You can tell when I'm hot. And once I get to that space where I'm in the zone, and this happens to me when I'm on the phone with friends. It's like after a while, it's like, yeah, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. That's like with elections. Right. So we got to yeah, like, you know, yeah. We'll it's get- like, thank you, because I needed to know that. But when I'm hot, it, it just comes to me when I'm talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of like, yeah. That'd be fun. I'd love to. So before we go, I think you have quite a few books out. Tell us the titles of your books, where to find them. Well, the best place is first to go to my website, awakeningkeys.com, K-E-Y-S. It's also at my name, carolmessenger.com, but Awakening Keys might be easier to remember. Uh, All of the books are linked from my website, so you know you're getting the updated newest versions not the old generation that people are still trying to sell <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, because new and better. I'm always up. I'm always updating and upgrading all my material. Uh, okay. The very, well, I already told you about bringers of hope, which is in Jesus words today. It's this expanded second edition of his original book. So it includes everything. And, um, I just published that. I've hardly, I haven't really promoted it yet at all. Although the first edition did win an award. And uh, the one I just published recently before that was Your Awakening Attitude of Service. Because attitude is everything. And, it, and, these, and it's written specifically to the time that we are living in right this minute socially, including with COVID. It's written to the to our lives right this minute, and um, and it it won four awards this year, two first place. My flagship title is the New Humanity, which I second edition as Humanity 2.0, the New Humanity, and it's the origin story. It's humanity present, past, future. It's the big picture. And what we could do here and now and how we get there. The New Humans is the first, is the sequel and it has a lot of prophetic stuff in it. it. It's, it's really powerful. And it's for the, it's for anyone who can understand and pick it up. It's for any, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are. I really believe these books are for the newer generations for anyone under 40 or 20. Uh, I really believe that these books are because, because, uh, well, anyway, the, uh, let's see, U2.0 won first place international and it's, it's a workbook, but it's also meta, all of the books are metaphysical. Yes, there's spirituality, but they also have, and they're all, they're spiritual self-help. They all have meditations in them and meditation exercises, but, um, U2.0 is uh, very practical, down to earth at the same time. It's like they have all these big ideas and yet they're very practical. And uh, the sequel to the, well, the book that goes with it is The Soul Path. It's a little book that I think is a real gem that hardly anybody seems to know about or think about, but I think it's really powerful. And it's about, it shows us all the, all the, it shows us our journey when we are on this path and all the steps and phases we go through and how we recognize who we are and where we are in our path, the soul path and a wings of light is the four angels who guide you every day. And uh, it was written from the angels. And it even includes an exercise that I myself was given to find a lost puppy five times over 14 years. Uh, how to communicate how to see, how to hear the angels, but it's all of the books include messages about who we are as a people, how humanity, our origins, our future. They all include that. They all talk about the angels. They all just have different reference points for how they discuss it. 
and um, my workbook, which includes my lifetime, 45 years of uh, ex- meditations, techniques that were given to me. Uh, and all of it was, this was all given through me. All these exercises and meditations were things that were given through me. Plus about two dozen of my personal stories, magical stories, like how I stopped my the flash flood and it skipped my house and how I stopped the tornado and it skipped my house and hmm. a lot of really cool stuff. So that's the one that has all my personal stories in it. I just want to let people know that if you're searching for Carol, like carolmessenger.com, that she has a unique way of spelling her name. It's C-H-A-R-O-L, not C-A-R-O-L. There's a story with that. The H was numerology, but that part, that's a story. (laughs) All right. Well, before we finish up here, Carol, can you give us one last positive message before you go? For each one of us, How we live today is all that really matters. How we think about who we are, when we invent, when we give of ourselves in some way, using our talents, following our heart, whatever it is that we do, when we are thinking of how we can do things better or make this world a better place, that's when we are living from the soul. That's our soul consciousness driving us, urging us, pushing us. And when we listen to it, magic happens. Carol, thank you for that message. And thank you for sharing with us today. I really appreciate you. And I wish you the best. Thanks. Thank you so much, Jeff. I'm really grateful. All right. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.